The Dark Order got a new commercial, Luchasaurus got back in the ring, and Melanie Parsons got fat. Buckle up after buzzers, it's gonna be a good one! I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, Ah, uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are coming to you live from the world-famous After Buzz Studios here in rainy Los Angeles, California, and have we got a show for you. We've got the news, we've got the runway, and we've got all of the dust-ups and fisticuffs, but before we get started... Let me introduce the amazing panel I get to work with to the far, far left. She hosted the show last week. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so proud of the amazing job she did. Let's give it up for Jessica O'Connor. Oh, you're making me blush, Jack. And you're severely outnumbered this week. I, I am. It's two versus it's very, one. It's a very lopsided desk the this week. The power is shifting. Yes, and, and next to her is, of course... Anissa, ba- I, I got to do the intro right. Okay. I mean, first up, I mean, you did the full gear coverage. You did last week's dynamite coverage. You're everywhere. Oh, yeah. The AEW after buzz is, ladies and gentlemen. Let's hear it for Anissa Bar. How exciting! I'm excited. <laughs> Great show. <laughs> and while we see Anissa everywhere, we never really get to see the man that comes from inside the booth, Macho <laughs> Libra <laughs> himself. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for Josh Alonzo. <laughs> I even gave myself a dynamite drop too. Dude, you need to do that every time. And, of course, not with us today is Roger Corral. He's working on some really, really awesome stuff. So we miss you, buddy. But Shout we'll see out, you Roger. next time. And I'm the host. I'm your benevolent host, Jack Farmer, sitting in the host seat once again. It's so good to be back. Thank you for having me back. We got a big show to unpack. First off, what are your overall thoughts of the show? What did you think of this week's episode of Dynamite? It was very, very interesting, but also good. The matches, I felt, were very, very long. Yeah, it was definitely a match-heavy Which episode. is not a negative. To, it's not negative, in my opinion, to say that, but you really don't get to see long matches every single match. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah, this felt like a very wrestling-heavy show to kind of balance out last week's show, which had a lot more promo time and things to it. Uh, Jessica, what do you think? Yeah, I definitely agree with you guys on that one. I was really excited about the matchups that we had, you know, each wrestler. I was excited about the energy they would bring towards each other, but I don't know if that energy lived up to his expectations, which we'll talk about later. Ooh. Yeah, we, that's a tease, ladies and gentlemen. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, so, uh, lots of fun stuff. We did say there was a lot of wrestling, but uh, I think the big topic, as it seems to be every week, uh, is Jericho and Jericho's promos in the ring. Um, he wanted a little to bit cut, of the bubbly, a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> yes, that's a new sound drop. <laughs> I like that one. Yes, and so uh, he wanted to uh, come to the ring. He wanted to apologize, but he couldn't. So he needed the big hurt to help him out. Uh, one thing I wanted to say, and in the chat, uh, Dang MQ mentioned it. I was a little bummed out that. They cut to a commercial while Jericho was rocking around backstage yeah. chatting people up. I think that probably was absolute gold. Uh, so it's a shame that we missed it. 
says we're going to get a Thanksgiving celebration next week. Let the indie crowd have it. Said you could watch it from the television sets. And then, of course, SCU comes out. Anissa, I know these are your, your guys. Tell us about it. Oh, I loved it. I feel like what they did was reverse psychology mm-hmm. in this promo, just so Chris Jericho can say, yes, you're going to have a match. Um, I'm really, really excited for next week because... I wonder if there's if this is going to be just a regular match. Are they going to have any stipulations? Um, you know, as we saw in this part of the segment, everyone came out and just beat up SCU. Okay. Right. Just, they had it coming. Just not happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave yeah. that part out, yeah. right? Yeah, Scorpio Sky wearing the hell out of that leather jacket. Uh, he's he's get a, He gets a world title shot. Uh, Jessica, what do you think are his odds next week? You think, you think we could get a Scorpio Sky title change? I mean, he definitely is exuding a lot of confidence right now. He was out there in the ring going word for word with Chris Jericho, and I think we may be beginning to see his fall from grace maybe mm-hmm. maybe not all the way to the bottom but maybe we'll just he'll be knocked down a peg I thought what, what I really loved about this first off this is two weeks in a row we've gotten back and forth banter uh, in the middle of the ring and I think AEW needs to do this more it's so yeah, entertaining it's so much fun it's so great and I love that Jericho played almost like the Bugs Bunny villain in the sense with yeah with the, the Bugs Bunny villain yeah like <laughs> please elaborate on I, this I, I matter think, I felt like a, <laughs> SCU was kind of like a Bugs Bunny cartoon where they use silly reverse psychology but he falls for it okay. and keeps going for it okay uh, I it see was, where your head's at it was fun it was a good way to be a villain but be entertaining but also sort of slip on a banana peel as I would say uh-huh. I, I thought this was really great and I think Scorpio Sky I've, I've been saying it for weeks this guy's gonna be a big star I don't know if he's winning the title next week but he's gonna be a champion in fact I would almost say I think whether it's this week or not he's gonna be the next champion ooh that sounds yeah. like a yeah. Prediction. <laughs> and as you know, I've never been wrong about my never. predictions ever with a slight asterisk. But I'm always right. I, I get it. I get it right just about every time. Um, oh. and, and then, uh, uh, of course, uh, a beatdown happens, as we all expect. Is that's what's supposed to happen? But then the the Jungle Express came out to make the save, and I really like this because Jungle Express has been sort of this undercard, lower level, really beloved team. And now they're sort of mixing it up with the top heels. Do we like seeing this? Do we want to see Jungle Boy versus Sammy Guevara or a uh, uh, Marco Stunt versus Jake Hager or a uh... Marco Stunt versus Jake Hager. Come <laughs> on. You don't you know that that won't happen. You know, Do you think that will happen? No, because I think what mm-hmm. we just saw You can flick him. I mean, we just saw Jake Hager and Luchasaurus go face-to-face, so that right there really shows, okay, maybe next week we'll have a match against them, or maybe in a couple of weeks. I mean, as of right now, we really haven't seen Jake Hager in a wrestling match. That's a good point. It is a good so point. So maybe they're just building up this storyline until they have that match, maybe for a pay-per-view. Who knows? That is very astute, but before we jump over to that... I feel like we need to represent Roger just a little bit. And he once said on this very program, always have hope. I have hope that Marco Stunt can take Jake Hager in a fist fight. That's a lot of hope. 
That is an astounding amount of hope. I am speaking for Roger. I don't believe it. <laughs> but, uh, I don't even know if Roger would believe that one. <laughs> uh, uh, but, but yeah, we got this showdown of the, the behemoths of AEW. Jake Hager, Luchasaurus, the only two guys that can go eye to eye with each other. Are we looking forward to this? Do you want to see it next week, or is that something we build do for a long time? Because they're the two biggest guys in the company, right? I think it's something you have to build, because I, I honestly see this as becoming a storyline. Um, I'm excited of what they're going to be building it, and when it comes to storyline, will there be cutting promos? Will, you know, Luchasaurus doesn't really talk, so... For some fans who are new, you would like, maybe would they like to see him talk? Maybe the, the kids love Luchasaurus. I mean, a lot of kids like dinosaurs. Dylan Matthews said Jake Hager's MMA stuff may have something to do with him not having an AEW match yet. Do we think mm. that could have something to do with why we haven't seen him in the ring? I believe that's what it was. I think they had to keep him out of the ring for that reason, exactly. Because if, if he got hurt wrestling, then he couldn't have gone and had the MMA stuff. I don't know what his MMA contract is. I don't know, maybe he's done with that, or maybe he's still going to be on the sidelines. But either way, that tease was really good. And I, I, I want to see a a uh, Jungle Express versus the Inner Circle battle, a showdown of some kind. Yeah, but uh, they're going to need another person. The Lucha Express? Jurassic Express, Yeah. Jurassic, Lucha Express. Jurassic Express. I'm sorry, I was thinking Luchasaurus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's some, like, Lucha. crossover in the wrestling uh, yeah, universe I was going to say, that's the Lucha Bros joining the Jurassic Express. Now that's a moment. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> that's not going to happen. I mean, Marco Stunt does have a brother who does wrestle, so you could probably bring him in. There you go. They're the same height, too. Um, <laughs> here's my question. Luchasaurus seems to be incredibly over with the crowd. People love him. I love him. He's big. He's got the look. Can we see him as Luchasaurus as a world champion? Could he be the face of a company? He doesn't show his face. How can he be the face of a company? <laughs> that is his face. He's an actual Saurus. I do think there is something to be said, though, about a face, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, Co we say all the time, Cody is such a face. Like, he really looks like a wrestler, and he truly looks the part. Right. I don't know if I can get behind someone who I can't look in the eye. So could you not see... Does that go for all mass wrestlers? So would you yes. say that about Pentagon and Phoenix and... I can root for them, but I don't know if they could represent the company. Are you saying a creeper has no chance of being the champion? No, no. chance. No. <laughs> no chance of a creeper champ. <laughs> um, so you think he would have to remove the mask to be the world champion? Well, I don't know about all that. I understand the importance of a mask and what it means to wrestling. I just don't know... If you would put a mask on a billboard, you'd probably put a guy with a nice face. I'm just saying from a marketing, from a yeah. visual perspective, no, it makes sense. that's what makes sense to me. No. Don't hate me in the chat. It guys. makes sense. That's why That's why I asked the question, because I think it is something worth asking. Anissa, do you think that as he is now, Luchasaurus could be the world champion of AEW? You know, wrestling is weird. You know, anything is possible. Um, they have Chris Jericho as the face of the company right now, but I mean, if you look at any other wrestling company, they've had the most random wrestlers become world champion, and you know it is a possibility. I honestly think that he could be a tag team champion, but I think maybe in a couple of years I could see him as a world champion, but not now. 
Yeah, I mean, he's definitely over enough to be. I mm-hmm. think the fans, you can just tell, light up when he comes out. Um, so I definitely like to see him. Uh, I also like seeing this show on YouTube and Spotify and iTunes and all that good stuff every week. Jessica, why don't you tell all the lovely people how they can keep a show like this on the air? Well, guys, to keep this on the air, <laughs> you got to do a couple things. you got to follow us on YouTube, like our videos, comment in the comments, engage on Instagram, Twitter, whatever you can. We love a good hashtag. We love when you guys tag us. Anything that shows you care, we appreciate it so much, especially those five-star reviews on iTunes, and maybe you'll even get shouted out by our host, Jack. Take it away. Yeah, I want to give a shout out to Reezy who gave us a five-star review, but also said 10 out of 10 said, I love this podcast. I tune in weekly after AEW, or at least when I'm driving to work in the morning. Keep up the great work. Also added hashtag Marty Scroll for AEW. I think we are all on board with that. Uh, And that's uh, from Ryan at at R-T-I-I Animate. Uh, has some really cool art over there. So uh, check uh, check Ryan out on all socials. Thanks, uh, Ryan. Uh, also want to give a shout-out to the chat. I'm going to admit it. I do a bad job of shouting out the chat. I'm working on it. I'm getting better. But we appreciate you guys so, so much. Dang MQ, Donna, Dylan, External Shockwave, SwitchFan94, and Xeno Hour. You guys, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I try to keep up with the chat while we're uh, while we're talking here, but uh, you we guys multitask. Keep, you guys, yeah. uh, you guys keep keep the keep the heat going. So I keep up with everything. I, lo- I love it. Josh in the booth, bringing the heat. Uh, I love it. So. That was a so that was our promo. But um, speaking of promos, we got a little promo from the Dark Order. It sounds like they are recruiting. Are they going to grow? Are they going to add some members? You think? Who wants to join the Dark Order? Jack does. Well, to be fair, I wasn't <laughs> He's here. So inner circle, <laughs> yeah, right. Last, last week I wasn't here because I was a creeper. So I was. Oh. I was. I had a serious I tried question to... <laughs> though. Like, who could they possibly recruit to become a part of the Dark Order? They Is... tried last week. With that, Jurassic Express, and it didn't yeah. go so well. I think they're going to keep pushing to get Marco Stunt to join. I think Marco Stunt's going to join the Dark Order. Or his brother. Really? Or his brother. Is, it, is his oh, brother... Oh, that would be interesting, because mm-hmm. he does have a brother that wrestles, so maybe yeah. they'll try and get Marco, and they'll be like, hey, mm-hmm. look who we got instead. Yeah. And then it could be a brother versus... AEW, I hope you're writing this down. This is this good thing. stuff. And yes, they're both is... the same size. And they're both the same. Do you think? And then I would love eventually like a one-on-one. Yeah. If they're the same size, I want them at some point to do the thing where they get on each other's shoulders and put on a trench coat and, <laughs> <laughs> and, act, like one, and act like one tall person. <laughs> uh, we have a lot of good material here. Okay. Yes, we have that's options. Gold, okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I've said I know. Not everyone's a fan of the Dark Order. I love the Dark Order. I think it's a fun, the promo silly was good. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it was I, cute. Yeah, I like that they're going for like kind of the cultish yes. thing. Like if you're an outcast, if you're beaten down by society, if you feel alone. And I thought it was us. good. Yeah. It was like a yeah. good promo. I was relating. I was like, yeah. this is sad. Why is this hurting my feelings right now? Yeah, it was actually done really well. It I was wonder, very well done. I wonder if the guy in the video is going to come to like be in the ring at some point is he a wrestler uh, everyone in the chat let us know is he a wrestler do we know who that is no actor wrestler uh, let's see I like that their logo was like World of Warcraft logo I someone uh, Donna Q said the Dark Order is like the Illuminati Marco will sign up 
for vanity. Ooh. Ooh. I like Could that, Don, Donna. I like I like your style. Uh, <laughs> so the, <laughs> so uh, so we also had a battle royal uh, today, and I love battle royals because, as you know, I love shenanigans, hijinks, and flim flam. Uh, lots of stuff going on. The, the The final two in this match are going to fight next week for a, a ring. I'm not really 100 percent sure on what the ring is supposed to symbolize, but a few fun things I wanted to shout out. Uh, Billy Gunn came out. Who anyone who's a fan of uh, old school wrestling, a member of the uh, the New Age Outlaws, the a member of DX. Uh, he was looking shredded. He was looking in shape. Anissa, do you still have time for Billy Gunn? Would you like to see him spend some more time in the ring, or were you like, uh, this is a throwback? Get out of here. No, I mean, why not? I mean, I think. I don't. I don't mind when they bring uh, wrestlers from the past. Like you know, any company who brings wrestlers from the past, it's always exciting because it brings back your childhood mm-hmm. in a, in a sense. And when they brought Billy Gunn, I don't. You know, it was just exciting, and everyone did the pop and everything. I yeah. loved his little thing with Sunny Kiss. I wish we saw a little bit more, but MJF, you know, had to ruin everything. <laughs> had to steal the moment, which is perfect because we want it. We're supposed to hate MJF, so him ruining those things makes it great. Yeah, good uh, point. Yeah, I did think that the uh, the Sunny Kiss butt shenanigans was was fun. Yeah, I said that. <laughs> um, it was uh, no, but it was a fun, fun thing to add in there. Joy Janela eliminated by Sean Spears, who came in with a chair. Um, obviously, continuing that feud. Uh, do we know what's next for these two? Is it? Do you think we're just, just going to kind of have a blow off in the near future, or is this going to blow up into something bigger? It does seem like it's building a bit, but I don't know what it's building up to. I feel like it's going to be. A match, but like a particular type of match. I mean, Joey mm-hmm. Janela, he's that hardcore, death crazy type mm-hmm. of wrestler, and Sean Spears is very more typical type wrestler. You know, yeah. doesn't really do the flippy stuff. But I feel like this will build into something. But at the end, we don't know when their next pay per view is going to be. So. How long can they really drag it out? Exactly. Yeah. That is the question. They're going to have to have a blow-off before their next... I don't even, When is the next pay-per-view? Everyone yeah, in the chat, chat, let us yeah. know. Let us know. I mean, I could do the research. <laughs> but we'll leave that up we'll to you guys. To you. <laughs> Professionalism. Pass it on. <laughs> it's a virtue. <laughs> it's a virtue. So, uh, I think Sean Spears could be a big star. I think he's got the look, yeah. the size, the talent. He's He came from a big company, so we all know who he is. Um... So yeah, I, and I like Joey Janela. I think he's a fun, fun character to have. Pentagon was eliminated by Christopher Daniels wearing a phoenix mask. Uh, this is the second time Christopher Daniels wore a mask to get at Pentagon for injuring him early in the tag team title tournament. Um, what's going on with these guys? It, it, it's SCU's kind of in a weird spot where it feels like Scorpio Sky is being positioned as the singles guy, but he's part of the tag team. Mm-hmm. Um, where. Christopher Daniels is feuding with the tag team, but he's the singles guy right now. Do we have any, like, do we know what's kind of going on with that? What are you guys' thoughts on this conundrum? I'm just just confused with this this part. I really am. I mean, you know, you have Christopher Daniels, a legend in pro wrestling period, Mm -hmm. and then you have, you know, the Lucha Bros, where they're just, I, I don't know. I really don't. I mean... This definitely is going to be built into a storyline, but they haven't really acknowledged it on TV. Uh, Mm -hmm. Hopefully they do. But, I mean, if not, then put it on being the elite. You know, put that, you know, if they don't have time to put certain feuds on TV and create storylines, put that on being the elite. 
Well, I think it's okay that they tr- kind of do it the way they're doing it as long as they don't let it disappear for too long. Like, if they leave them completely mm-hmm. off TV for a month and then try to restart it, then it's a little weird. But as long as we get, like, a little tease, kind of like Spears and Janela wasn't a lot, but it was like a reminder, hey, these guys are feuding. Uh, uh, Donna Chu says the next pay-per-view is Bash at the Beach, but they are doing it on TNT. Isn't Bash at the Beach more of on, on Jericho's cruise? No, it's, it's going to be on Dynamite. It's going right to be on Dynamite? It's like, I, I think it's going to be one of those things like they do Bash at the Beach and then everyone takes off on the cruise. Well, maybe Ooh. that's our next. Maybe that's... Got, I want to go on the cruise. Girl, this. Where are we cruising? But, uh, but yeah, Fort that... Brand? You know what? Right, we've, go. we've got some stuff about that. Donna, you're getting ahead of us. Yeah. Even though I asked the question. I'm sorry, Donna. You're... <laughs> Leave Donna alone. <laughs> Donna, you're my hero. You've bailed me out twice now with, with information. Um, Jungle Boy got some eliminations. I just think he's a star. I want to shout out Jungle Boy. I think he's going to be, in five years, one of the biggest stars in the company. But the final two, Hangman, MJF, next week, they face off for the ring, which, again, I'm not 100% sure what the ring is supposed to symbolize. Um where do you guys see these two going? I feel like both of them need to win next week. I, I was just going to say, can we really see Hangman lose again? If can he, he yeah. take another loss? It, if he loses can again, Can the fans it's handle another MJF win? I feel that MJF is going to win this because he has a his, his friend with him. Yeah. Uh, Wardlow. Yeah, Wardlow. Yes, he has him. Yeah. And then MJF doesn't really have anybody unless he brings somebody. Yeah, Wardlow is there. MJF has kind of got the momentum because he just backstabbed Cody. He's Do you think MJF would bring out Jericho or is that just way too crazy? Or oh. I think they're going to try to keep him separate because if they're if he's in the inner circle, then it's like all of their heels are sort of okay. too bundled up. I think they want to keep them separate. For well, now. they did announce Cody Rhodes will be on Dynamite next week, so MJF, I mean MJF, um, Cody can be uh, side by side with uh, Hangman. There will definitely Ooh. be. Yeah. There, now that I could see. There will definitely be outside of the ring hijinks. But yeah, I, I think if, if, if Hangman loses again, he's going to have a hard time becoming relevant because he's only won like once. Yeah. And he's he's lost a lot of... And they're putting of, him in a lot of positions yeah. Yeah. that aren't getting fulfilled. Because his, loss his losses are big losses, too. Mm-hmm. It's like he lost to Jericho on the first pay-per-view. He lost to Pac twice in big spots. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's losing on, like, Dark, where we're not seeing it as much. But um, but MJF, I feel like, he just has to be the guy to win here. Um Speaking of guys who have been winning and guys who have been struggling, the main event was one a lot of people were looking forward to, Darby Allen versus John Moxley. And you know, I could talk all about it, but Anissa, this one's for you. Tell us about it. <laughs> oh, it was great. I mean, <laughs> typical Darby Allen. I mean, if you haven't really much seen Darby Allen um, before AEW, this is what he does this is his entrance i've seen it in front of my face and i've seen it on other tvs he comes in a body bag and love the body bag it's that just is cool it's just so interesting and i like it and i like how he put Mo- like mock saying like hey you know you're gonna be in the body bag but that body bag was too small and let's not forget that he skateboarded it. out of the body bag exactly. he didn't just yes. walk out he rolled out yeah and i liked how the commentary uh, the commentaries really explain who Darby Allen was. I mean, he's mm-hmm. straight edge for a reason. His uncle was drinking, was drunk driving while Darby was in it at five years old. And, you know, Darby Allen has an interesting story, but the match, I think Darby Allen went too quick on a lot of spots. 
But I think he was just so excited, the fact that he was able to not only just main event, but wrestle John Moxley in this type of match. But, hey, I enjoyed it. Yeah, and I think Moxley's just looking unstoppable right now. Uh, Darby has taken he came in really strong. He was unbeaten for a while except for like a tie with Cody Rhodes, which is a big deal. But since then, he's lost to Jericho. Now he's lost to John Moxley. Do we see Darby Allen slipping down the card here, or is this a, a short-term thing for him? I think it's kind of time for him to to take a win because, yeah, I mean, it's easy to fall down that slippery slope, and yeah. he obviously has such a strong identity, and he has such a personality and a fan base. There were so many people out there that had the half-skeleton, dead-inside face thing, so he has people behind him. I just wish he had the record to show it. Yeah, he does need to start getting some dubs, I think. Uh, some big dubs as well. But uh, that's where I, I wonder if that ring in the, 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 the MJF and uh, Hangman are going to be fighting for, I wonder if that's going to be presented as like a secondary title or something. Because I, I think he needs something like that where he can, he can win a title or win something. Get something under his belt with a yeah. little... Like, yeah, oh, some, well, some, mm. yeah, some <laughs> weight to it. Uh, so I agree. Um, Moxley, though, as he said, top of the food chain. I mean, he's he's beaten everybody. Um, I, I feel like he's got to be the next number one contender, assuming Scorpio Sky doesn't get the win. No. Uh, Who do you think could beat John Moxley right now? Right now, I would say the only people that could stand up to him would be a Jericho or a like Pac, maybe. Anisa depends on the match. Depends. Depends on the match. She's yeah. like, no one. Mm-hmm. Ever. <laughs> yeah. I, no, for me, it depends on the match because, you know, it's, I don't know. I Judy guess. Bagwell on a pole match. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it's a bad WCW <laughs> reference. Three people get it. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, I mean, there's definitely, right now, AEW definitely has a very, like, top category, a mid-level, mm-hmm. and then, like, a lower-level category. Um I think kind of as we go down to like the mid-level category, we get to the uh, tag team match that was Santana and Ortiz versus Private Party. Oh, that soothing music. That soothing Uh, Teddy Long music. So so this match wasn't just a match. It was actually kind of a special match. It was a memorial for Matt Travis, who's a wrestler from uh, the East Coast who passed away recently. Um... And I thought this was cool. It was a really good match against two really good teams. The good guys won, which you sh- you should have in a memorial mm-hmm. match. It'd be kind of a letdown if they didn't. Yeah. Um, got a little help from one of the young bucks, Nick Jackson. Uh, how do you guys feel uh, about this match? Tell us a little bit about it. I felt like it was a little long, but I still wasn't disappointed. Yeah, Yeah, I definitely agree with that, too, especially for a tag team match. It was a bit long. Yeah, Spots of the night were when they were trading off uh, Mark Quinn in the vertical suplex position, and they kept tagging each other and, like, Imagine the headache after that. Yeah. How how dizzy you are. And that's the thing is, like, holding yourself up like that has got to be hard, too. Hello. And, like, it's I I was uh, talking with uh, George, who does uh, Raw Espanol, as well as some of the WWE uh, pay-per-view shows, which you all should check out, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um... They uh, about how uh, 
you can't. It's not his choice how long he's there. So if he's tired and they keep tagging, I back kept and forth, thinking that he's like, oh, I guess I got to stay up longer. Yeah. I guess I got to stay up longer. And you could tell like his legs were cramping a little. They weren't straight up. And they weren't yeah. running from edges of the ring. They were taking yeah. their time. They're like one, yeah, two, three, four. But you'd hear me like, hurry up, guys, hurry up, guys. Uh, <laughs> My head hurts. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so that was. I thought it was a really fun match. Uh, it, it puts. Let me. I guess. Uh, Santana and Ortiz came into this match with a lot of momentum. They beat the Young Bucks. They put the uh, Rock and Roll Express through some floors. Mm-hmm. They were looking really unstoppable. This match obviously needed to have a feel-good ending. Do you think this stole some of their momentum, or are they still solid? I think they're still solid. I Yeah. yeah. I, I think that they just... I mean, they're part of the inner circle. They're just yeah. naturally pretty tough-looking. Yeah. I think any tag team is still a little shaken in their boots against them. Yeah. Oh. How about private parties? Private parties been kind of interesting because they, they, they seem like they were pushed strong, then they took some losses, and they've been sort of 50-50. They lost on Dark last night. Uh, they won tonight. Are these guys, are they still trying to find themselves, you think? Or do you think um, this is just what they are? Or, Anissa, how, where do you see private party going from here? You know, that's a really tough question because I, I, I don't know. Like, you know, it's... I feel that the AEW really wants to show tag team um, wrestlers on TV as much as they can. I mean, when they first started the company, they did say, you know, you're going to see a lot of tag team. And that's totally fine. You know, tag team is great. It's always fun to watch. Um, I don't see these guys in the title picture right now. But, you know, I, I still, I don't know. For me, I still need to see more Ortiz, Santana and private party maybe right. just continue this feud do a storyline get let's get a little personal with these tag yeah. teams i think they need to get on the mic i want to hear them talk i want to know yeah. who they are yeah because uh, right now they've done a great job of saying cool you, you dress nice you do crazy moves mm-hmm. i want to know who they are though i want to hear them talk yeah are they like frat but, boys like are, yeah. when they get on the mic are they like these goofy frat guys or are they like what kind of party are they yeah are they yeah. vegas party is this or a are they college party? is this yeah. a frat party yeah, yeah. we have I, questions i have a lot th- we have a lot of questions private party what kind of party are you going to it's obviously a private one it's a private but party and we want to know what goes on in, in there yeah <laughs> what the heck who do where's I our to, invite who do we need to ride? um and there's a kind of a fun ending where uh Guevara comes out and uh, tries to ruin the fun but Dustin Rhodes comes in and saves the day. And you got a, a, a weird kind of group of Nick Jackson, Private Party, and Dustin Rhodes in the ring together. Are they building something from that, or is that just to have a fun, like, hey, all the good guys are standing together? I think it's it's a fun one because um, Dustin Rhodes, he has a cast on. Mm-hmm. And then Sammy Guevara, typical YouTuber kid, <laughs> vlogger was, vlogger, was <laughs> vlogging the whole thing. I mean, I'm going to check out his vlog of that, of that yeah. situation because... <laughs> I mean, I would like to see what's going on in the ring. It's I think it's fun. It's 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 also super obnoxious, which is what Sammy Guevara is. Very on brand, be. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, kudos for him for doing that. But yeah, and so, uh, so that was all fun. Next week we have uh, next week is stacked. Usually in the wrestling world, holiday episodes are a little light because they're trying to give guys days off and things. But next week is really one of the biggest shows I think that AEW is going to have on a Dynamite. Lots of crazy stuff. I'm going to go through a few matches. Uh, I don't want you guys to predict who you think will win. I want you to tell me who you want to win. Ooh, uh, okay. So next week we got MJF versus Hangman for the ring. 
Who do you guys want to win that? Who's who? Who are you behind? I'm really behind MJF on this one. Yeah, I just feel do you like heels or do you? Uh, is it because you like heels or is it just because he's chatting us up or what? Why MJF? Because he's obviously supposed to be the one we don't like. I think because he has his bodyguard. So you want him to win because he has a bodyguard? I yeah. I mean, why not? I mean, I mean, I wouldn't mess with him. <laughs> I really like MJF because he's so good at being a heel. Mm-hmm. And you don't get that these days. And he, he doesn't break character. He doesn't break kayfabe. He's this 24-7. And that is something where we see these days. And I honestly, I think MJF would really do amazing if he wins that and cutting the promos. And, you know, using the ring and just... I, hype. Just Overall amazing. hype. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Jessica? Which one uh, do you well, want to win? Well, I was going to say Hangman, but she made some excellent points there. I, I, I guess I'm still going to say Hangman mm-hmm. just because I'm rooting for the underdog. Yeah. It would be nice to see the guy take a win. My goodness. <laughs> I think they could have a great back-and-forth promo. Those two just such different types of characters. Yeah. Because uh, Hangman obviously being the cowboy, like, tough dude. America's man. America's man. <laughs> and MJF being cocky and jerky. Um Pac versus Omega. I loved how Omega had that quick uh, promo where he said he kind of lost his marbles when he lost to Pac uh, months ago, and that's he hasn't been able to get back on track since, and now he's got the opportunity. I love to get back on track because it adds a little bit of stakes. adds a little reason to care. Mm-hmm. Um, who do you want to win? Do you want Omega to get back on track, or do you want Pac to just keep on brutalizing people? I want Pac to win so he could just mess up Kenny's mind. You like that? <laughs> yeah, what the heck, girl? Omega for sure. He's yeah. always been super endearing to me from day one. I don't know. Something about him. I, I feel like we just have been waiting for the Omega of Legend, the one that came from Japan, the one that got these six-star matches to finally show up. Damn, so six stars, I, you can get ten? I want it to get... I, it's out of five. It's, it's, five. it's Meltzer. It's, I, don't make the, I don't make the star rules. <laughs> uh, but I want to see, see the real Kenny Omega come out. I want to see him he's tear the house down and remind us all that he's the best wrestler on the planet today. That's what I want to see. Um, Scorpio versus Jericho. Who do you want to win... Jessica, we'll let you go first, because I have a feeling <laughs> there's not a whole lot of surprise you know from what? Uh, either Anissa or me. I think we both know. I, <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? I don't know. Like, I definitely would enjoy a Scorpio Sky win, but like Anissa was saying, I think Jericho does so much just for the organization, for hype, for social media, for just putting AEW on the map. So I yeah. feel like maybe a Jericho win would have more impact. But a Scorpio win may have more excitement. Ex- team spirit. I don't team even know spirit. the word for it. Mm, <laughs> Gumption. Gumption. <laughs> so Anissa, tell us uh tell us why you want Scorpio to win. Um, because <laughs> he's he's great. Um no, uh, I want him to win because I feel that this will really build a really good storyline with SCU. I mean, mm-hmm. granted you have like it, you know, say Scorpio Sky does win, you have him. He'll be the first dual, ev- cha- champion. dual champion. At and the then, same time. Uh, yeah. That would be cool. You know, and then maybe down the line, if he holds the title for a couple of months, then we'll maybe get a hill Scorpio Sky where he's like, you know, I'm a champ. You guys are, you know, maybe re- t- turn on his buddies and go the Hollywood gimmick. Because 
like I said, a I think you should be ago. writing these storylines. <laughs> I swear to God, you're just like spitting gold bars. <laughs> then I like because yeah. a couple of weeks ago, I did mention Chris Jericho is going to uh, Russell Kingdom in yeah. January. So I mean, he has to drop the title, right? Yeah, I mean, maybe or, or he wins with the title. I mean, but New Japan and AEW are don't are not going to be. Oh, we'll see. I mean, we'll we'll see there. Um, I definitely want Jericho to win. I'm Team Inner Circle, baby, all the time. Um, but uh, speaking of working with different promotions and, and things like that, um, we're going to go ahead and uh, pass things on over to Jessica, so we can work that runway. Who me? <laughs> Runway, time, yeah, fashion, and clothes. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, let's see. Who do we have first? It's our girl. Higuroshida, what a look tonight, guys. We have so much to unpack here. You know, usually I would disagree with this color scheme. We have purple, we have blue, we have red, we have, you know, some crazy tights and socks and gloves. But somehow this makes sense to me. You know? Like, I don't... Oh, yeah. And let's not forget this amazing cape that she came out with. There's so much going on here that... I mean, maybe this is an unpopular opinion. Maybe some people are thinking, this outfit is crazy. But you know what? Sometimes I like a little crazy. I like a little different. I like something that's not super basic wrestling. What do you guys think? I love it. I love it. It's traditional Japanese, you know... Yeah, it's like it's like, it's like the heritage. It reminds you of like the kimono. Oh, and a dream kimono, like a kimono, yeah. a dream kimono, a dreamono, <laughs> if you will. And I have to say, her makeup looked amazing. And then I don't know if I would consider him my best dressed man of the night, <laughs> but I guess he's the one that sparked the most conversation. What the hell is this headband? I can tell you for a fact, I owned the same one in third grade and wore it daily. This was a playground look of mine. I don't know why he's wearing it in the ring as a grown man. What do we think of this? Well, and let's it's also so cool. there's there's a there's a headband action. You know, not like an athletic one, like one with you know the ridges <laughs> right. that you buy at Walgreens or something. And then we have a red jacket, no shirt. I mean, nice is, there, is there any cohesiveness to this look? I do think he found saw that like at a Walgreens and was like, I'm wearing this. Yeah, he probably really? did. Maybe but. that's just his, his thing. Who knows? <laughs> Chris Jericho, Higoshida, that's all, folks. The, I think those are great picks. They're they're very stylish. I think they've won this honor before, and it's a huge honor to be mm-hmm. um, mentioned on the runway. Yes, so, it is. Yes, it uh, is. So good for them. Uh, and speaking of good for them, uh, we're going to go ahead and pass things on over to Anissa with Yay. the news. I was like, where's the music? <laughs> <laughs> it's a slow build. That's your cue. Okay, everyone. I'm so excited to announce a co- uh, these amazing news that we have today. It's been announced by... Uh, pretty much from Russell Inc., uh, they said that Kenny Omega will be defending his AAA Mega Championship next week on AEW Dark, and he'll be facing Jack Evans, and that's a little interesting. You know, we never get to see Jack Evans and Kenny Omega wrestle before, and you know what? It's going to be a fun, fun ride. Um, so, pretty, pretty excited about that. I hope yeah, everyone's excited that's about be huge. that. I'm pumped. Yeah. Jack and- Evans, a Parkland guy. That's where I'm from. Oh. What? 
Yeah. Well, there you go. Shout, Shout out, out Parkland. Parkland. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> and then our next news, because a lot of people in the chat had mentioned, uh, one of our friends, uh, I believe it was external, he mentioned that Blood and Guts might be the next pay-per-view. But speaking of Blood and Guts, the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes, our founding father of AEW, uh, pretty much trademarked a lot of names this past uh, week. <laughs> the American Dream, he trademarked it. Dusty Rhodes, he trademarked. The American Nightmare, Battle Boyle, the, pr- uh, the Prince of, pro- of Wrestling, The Match Beyond, Blood and Guts, uh, Bunkhouse Stampede, and Bash at the Beach. So he trademarked all of those. He had mentioned that some of these names came from Dusty Rhodes himself. Mm-hmm. So he really want to pay, you know, have those respects from his dad. What are your thoughts on all the trademarks, you know? is Are you excited about these? If Kylie Jenner can trademark Rise and Shine, I mean, anybody <laughs> can do anything now. Anything can be trademarked. <laughs> I mean, will any of these trademarks be uh, a pay-per-view? I mean, like our chat, one of the guys that chat says Blood and Guts could see. be a pay-per-view. Well, Bash the Beach was one of the most iconic WCW pay-per-views with lots of crazy stuff happening there over the years. So I'm excited to see that they got that name and they get to use that. But what I'm really excited about is the match Beyond because that's what they mm-hmm. called uh, the War Game match yeah. in WCW originally and oddly enough that uh, NXT is doing their War Games pay-per-view this weekend. Shout out to NXT uh, After Buzz Show. Check them out. We're, they're on right before us mm-hmm, every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So if you watch both shows, you can check that out. Great crew over there. Um, but uh, I'm a huge War Games fan. For those of you who don't know, it's a it's a cage over two rings and you've got five on five battling it out at the same time. It's, it's one of my favorite all-time gimmick matches. So I'm hugely excited. Hugely. Hugely. It's going to be huge. Hugely excited. <laughs> um, cool. And, uh, yeah, and the uh, uh, Omega defending the title is a big deal. Uh, speaking of big deals, it's time for the Elite of the Week. Elite of the Week. This week we're starting from number five. We're working down the other way. And starting at number five is Hikaru Shida. Man, she beat... Britt Baker. I don't care who's holding the titles. She's the face of the women's division in AEW right now. Traitor. Put it down, ladies and gentlemen. She's going to be your next champion. She's going to be the face. You heard it here first. Next up at number four, we've got Chris Jericho. Look, you know I'm an inner circle guy, but he got pinned last week. He got duped this week. He's still the champion. He's still the leader of the inner circle, but he's down at number four this time around. Next up, we got MJF. He used some smarts to win the Battle Royal, or at least get into the top two. He had one of the best promos of the year last week. He is on fire. He's got Wardlow with him. This guy is moving up those ranks. Then at number two, we got Scorpio Sky. That's right. I didn't say SCU. I said Scorpio Sky. He pinned the world champion. He's facing him for the world title next week. This guy is the guy that's going to be the guy very, very soon. And number one, ladies and gentlemen, it's John Moxley. He's unstoppable. Who's going to stop this guy? Even if someone gets close, he's just going to throw him on a bed of barbed wire anyways. This guy just wrecked Darby Allen tonight. He beat Kenny Omega. No one's stopping him. He's number one, and he might be number one for a while, folks. That was your Elite of the Week. 
thoughts? Yeah. Concerns? No, I like it. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down for the John Moxley number one. I'm right. down for Jericho falling in the ranks. Mm-hmm. I like the Hikaru Shida intro, but that's interesting that you flipped on Britt Baker so fast. But Britt Baker, she whatever, lost. whatever. I, I, I can't explain I, yourself I, later. L- listen, it's all analytics. It's all analytics. It's numbers. <laughs> it's unarguable. I have many spreadsheets. Who's going to be here? Well, if you're attending the show next week, chant the best, the best, of Scorpio Sky, because that's what us SoCal wrestling fans do. That's what we do, Just, and what we also do is we give everyone all the information for where they can find us online. That's it from us. So, uh, Jessica, you go ahead and let all these lovely people know where they can find you. I will do exactly that. You can follow me on Twitter at O'Connor with three N's on Instagram, Jessica O'Connor underscore. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Anissa Bar. Make sure to check out Roger Corral at Beef Supreme as well. And Josh, <laughs> let everyone know where they can find you. Yeah, you guys can find me at J-O-A-L-323 both on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me at jackcfarmer.com as well as at realjackfarmer across all social media. Also, make sure to check out on social media AEW After Buzz. You can also find me on the Raw After Buzz show every Monday night at 9 p.m. right here on After Buzz TV. That's it from us. Until next time, do your best and be yourself. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.